Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. We are a company, media company, sports betting media company, that focuses on sports betting news, information, analysis, how markets are moving, what games are priced at all over the country at every sports book. But we do love our friends at FanDuel. I am joined twice a week by my partner, my companion, my compadre, my BFF, professional better, Simon Hunter, my brother. You there? I thought you were going to keep going. You were firing away, Chad. So I just let, I like let you go on your roll, you know? That's what, that's what I do here. I let you just no, go. It's true, and I never know uh, when I'm going to stop, but I do want to reiterate, we have so many new listeners because of the partnership that Action has with Colin Cowherd and the Volume Podcast Network. I do feel like we need to, for a few weeks, continue to introduce ourselves, remind people of who we are, what we do. You are a professional better. I know a little bit about betting from having covered this world for 20 years, especially as immersively as I have at the Action Network since uh, we launched in January of 2018. Um, we've got a variety of analysts, a variety of reporters, a variety of experts. Uh, you and I do this twice a week during the football season. On Tuesday, we are going through every single game on the NFL slate, sides, totals, things that we like. We are trying to narrow it down on Thursdays, five picks that we love that we may or may not put into an unnamed contest. Um, but at the very least, it's five picks that listeners can feel really good about heading into the weekend. A reminder, we will track all of the picks that we make in the Action Network app. It's free. It's award-winning. Download it. You can follow me. You can follow Simon. You'll be able to see what picks we're making on Sunday morning because that's when we'll lock everything in because that's when lines have moved and we've seen the best advantages, et cetera. Um, so you'll be able to see that. But we'll be doing this Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then on Fridays, I will be doing a podcast with Simon, with uh, Colin which he's given me the five picks he loves and I'm telling him when he's wrong. Um, it's pretty amazing stuff. Simon, today we're going to uh, come up with a survivor pick. We're going to nail down our final five in theory. We're going to do some money line parlays. We're going to offer up another review at the end of the show. Matt Mitchell, are we going to do that? Yes, there'll be more to enter into the running for the play of the year from, uh, from Simon. Yes. We'll do that. We'll do a big balls bet of the week. We'll do a hornet's nest bet. I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest, all right? Now be my companion. I need you to make me help them be jealous of me. But there's already been, like, this is why it's valuable doing the show twice a week. On Tuesday, we had a lot of ideas. As you noted, Simon, you are very deep in the professional betting business. You have a lot of contacts. A lot of people listen to the show. You mentioned on Tuesday... You will talk about games on the show and then you will get people texting you being, that's crazy, you're wrong. That's already happened. Uh, one game in particular I want to talk about, which I've already bet, you can see it in the app. I wish we had had a conversation before I did that. Giants, Broncos, under. We loved on Tuesday. You're getting a lot of blowback about it today. Yeah, and it's just tough because I, I like the whole theory behind it where you have two of the top five defenses in the league with two quarterbacks that are kind of anemic. So 
it sounds like a sound play on paper, but I guess a lot of guys think the lines move too much. A, a lot of people have this at 44, 45 in their system, and it's down to 41 in some books. So people have over-adjusted at this point, and too much money's coming on the under. So it seems like the advantage now is towards the over. So I was going to bet pretty heavily on this under, and I'm either just going to stay away or I'll just take the over um, closer to game time. hope it goes even lower. Basically, the theory you're referring to, you got to get the best of the number, right? That's not always the biggest uh, deal because, again, this is week one. A lot of these numbers have been hit by professionals for the last three, four months. Again, things are going to be a lot different in a couple of weeks because that's when the lines are going to get a lot smarter and uh, just more advantage where these early weeks here, like, yeah, I feel confident about a lot of these bets. But again, it's it's so fluky week one. We talk about it all the time. The Jaguars won one game last year, and it was week one. They won. They beat the Colts, who were a playoff team. So it's just one of these things where week one, I like to bet on the weird stuff to happen, and it, it tends to work out for me. So that's, again, that's what a lot of stuff we're doing this week. We're, we're big dog betters. We're going to be taking a lot of underdogs this week. So that's, that's just the way it's going to be. I will look. This morning, I uh, slacked you and Matt Mitchell, our producer. The... 12 sides and totals bets I was making. I also slapped you the money line parlay bets I was making, which we're going to discuss today. Here's my question. I slapped you at like, I don't know, nine, nine 30. The fucking giants and Broncos under was on that list. And, and your response was a little bit of a heart. You gave me a little heart, like an emoji, <laughs> meaning like, all right, he must still love all these. Honestly, I'll be completely honest with you, Chad. I didn't even start. I didn't go through all of them. I saw how it started and I realized it was just all the bets we talked about. So I just let it go. Um, that's on me. Yeah. I'm having a lot of calls and texts this morning, Chad. Um, well, listen, much you know I what love, you are? You're a media <laughs> superstar. It happens. It's the, only it's this the, week, though. If I if say we go 0 and 5, people are going to leave me alone. Um, and if I go 5 and 0, I'm going to hold out for a new contract. So. It's exciting to see what happens after this weekend. Jeff. Join the club, brother. We're all, <laughs> all of us are always on a permanent holdout. We always deserve more money. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Listen, you've, you've done so much for me in my life already that if I lose one game because you weren't paying attention, that's totally fine. Um, I did talk to a buddy last night, uh, my buddy, Matt, who a lot of people who listen to the podcast for the past few years know he's the guy who... We went in, we bet all 356 games, a couple of, is it 256, 256? Yeah. 256. Yeah, it wasn't last year, it was a year before. Two years ago. Um, bet every single game in the NFL. We won a significant amount of money. Felt great. Blew it all on a massive sushi dinner uh, in early uh, 2020 in New York, which turns out uh, was one of the last times you could go out in the city. And that, you know, he's in San Francisco. I was in New York. We went out together. Um, Last night, we're talking about sort of betting for the year. And it's so funny. You know, he is a high-powered executive in the tech space. He's done very well for himself. Beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful home in the Bay Area. And we were talking about how much money, like, did he want to go in with me? If I'm going to make these bets this year, did he want to go in? We'd go 50-50. And he's like, it's so much to risk. I'm like, dude, getting married is a risk. Having kids is a risk. Leaving your job as a lawyer in Chicago to go work at a startup in San Francisco across the country is a risk. Taking the jobs you've taken is a risk. 
give me a little bit of scratch so we can bet on these games together is not a risk. But it's so funny how people think about risks, right? Betting, the cash component of it is a risk. I argue that we all take bigger risks every day doing what we do in our lives than putting a little money down on NFL games. And it's definitely one of those stigma things where it's like, he, he just knows the thing where he's like, he feels like everyone else where it's like, no one ever wins in this sports betting thing. So that's probably where he's coming from. But again, you know that's who what, wins, Simon? We do. We do. And that's what, like, that's my job here. I'm just trying to change people's views. It's like, even like I was talking to a buddy about this week one, um, even if I go 0 for 5, I'm not going to hear a peep from any of my clients. The next week, they're going to still be right back there with me betting whatever I do. Here, Chad, we might lose 90% of our fans after uh, one week here. I kind of want people to understand it's just ebb and flows. That's, that's just the way that sports betting is. We're, me and Chad aren't going to go 5-0 and every week. I think we went 5-0 and three times last year, which for us was a huge deal. That's the reason we finished in the top 24. So it's always the goal. But three and two here, and if we keep if we give out a couple of money line dogs, that's that's a really profitable year here. So as always, the goal for us this year will be sixty percent. Uh, Matt, my buddy Matt is texting me, no joke, as we speak. It's the second week in a row that I'm talking about him on the podcast, and he's texting me at the same time. He says hello to everybody. <laughs> I agree with you. We got to go three and two every week. That's how we uh, win fans. It's how we win friends. It's how we win money. You slacked me early this morning. Let me recap what we did. So last week, we talked about every game. And at the end of it, we circled a handful of games that we felt strongly about that we knew we were going to want to discuss today to narrow down our list to five. We loved Washington football team plus one against the LA Chargers at home. We loved the Texans plus two and a half against uh, Jacksonville at home. That game is now up to three. We love Pittsburgh at plus six and a half on the road at Buffalo, Detroit plus seven and a half at home against San Francisco. Uh, we circled Kansas City minus six and a half as a question mark. We circled Green Bay minus four as a question mark. And you slapped me and Matt Mitchell this morning with a picture of the games that you were listing for us so far. And it included um, Pittsburgh still, Detroit still. Washington football team still in Cincinnati. Yeah. Where did Great. that come from? Uh, so what I like to do when I do these things is like, I try to go with just right when I wake up, I check these lines right when they, whenever they add it to the contest. And I just put the first five in without even like checking any of my notes without even thinking, I just think what are the best looking lines for value? And then I'm going to go back and obviously update it and keep going through it and check it before we uh, send out what we're going to do on Sunday. That's just a good number. I mean, we talked about it. I like the three and a half with Cincy, but that's going to be the first one we're going to drop. Like, I'm, I am already dropped them since I sent that picture. Um, so that was one of those where I just like the value. And the reason Houston didn't make the cut for us is I told you I want that three. It's two and a half in the contest. So that's one of these things where, again, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here, but me and Chad, we do, we do care about the number. I mean, it's – there's a big difference between three and just, you know, two and a half. We – we pushed, I think, four times last year. And again, that's the reason we finished where we did. So we're always trying to get the best of the number because it does come in where it matters a lot, especially in this contest with so much movement before the games kick off. So for me, Chad, uh, right now we dropped Cincy and we're looking about adding minus two and a half Denver, which is one of the chalkiest plays of the week. But again, it's under three. That's a good number for this Denver team. 
Break it down for me. Why do you think so? Other than Teddy covers, I mean, Teddy on the road, it's been good to me. I think he's 18 and four. I'll have to look. I know um, Bets Lab, that's where I go for all these numbers, our, our uh, friendly company here. Yeah. Um, we love Bet Labs. Go check it out. It's got like Bet Labs the is best. the best. Yeah. It's got, it's got no joke, millions and millions of data points that track information from a betting point of view going back more than 20 years. So when Simon talks about Teddy covers, Teddy Bridgewater is 18 and four in this spot, he's able to go back and look at every game against the spread that Teddy Bridgewater has ever played on the road as a starter, as a short favorite. and can tell you that in 22 games at this number, he's covered 18, he's 18 and four. And that's one of the things we're looking at where like, I, I understand what people are saying right now. This is a very chalk play. But that's what, like, again, me and Chad talk all the time. There's there's sometimes you want to be sharp, and there's sometimes you don't really overthink this. And if I think this line should be three and it's two and a half, you take Denver there. It's just a really good number, especially in the fact that all the question marks with the Giants, we don't know about Saquon. We don't know if he's 100%. We already know that O-line has a bunch of issues. It just feels like Denver in this first game is just a smart play here. It's such a small number. I hate this game. I can't believe we're falling back. Not, I mean, I, I just hate it. I, we are falling back into the bad habits we made last year. And it also goes against our principles in that we are betting on a quarter. Like, by the way, I've been a much bigger fan of the Broncos the entire preseason than you have. And, and touting right. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the starter and that's going to be good for that team. But do I want a mediocre team on the road as a favorite? Do you know what I mean? That's that goes against everything we believe in. They're not mediocre, though. That's the problem. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is, but the rest of that team, like Jerry, Judy, Sutton, Noah Fant. I mean, they got weapons on offense and their defense is legit top five in the league. So it's one of these things where I'm down on Denver, but I I had them starting the year two and oh, I have them winning this game. I haven't winning next week against the Jaguars. So, again, I just think that's a fair number to have it at minus two. Of course, Chad, I wish it was still plus one or pick. That's what it was before uh, Teddy was named the starter. But I just think we're still getting fair value here. Again, we we have three dogs right now. We have Detroit as a dog. We have Pittsburgh as a dog. And, Washington uh, football team. The football team. So we did this last year. We like going three dogs and two favorites. I know Green Bay is incredibly chalky. I mean, as soon as we got, I would say we put our show out at like five o'clock. Said by seven o'clock, I had at least five emails yelling at me about taking Green Bay against the Saints. So it's one of these things where the pros think Green Bay is being incredibly overvalued, that the Saints are going to run it all over Green Bay's terrible run defense. And they're going to be able to keep this game close and keep it, you know, under four points where I look at this game and we've talked about it. I don't understand how moving from the home field Superdome with their home crowd indoors to an outdoor stadium is beneficial to the Saints team. It's one of these things where I don't really understand how they moved 1.5 points. I guess it's because, again, the books are scared of professionals and the professionals think they have a good number here. But to me, I have this up at six now. So, again, I think we're getting a really good number here with Green Bay. And I still think people are a little bit little bit too down on Green Bay where they think because their O-line's on 100% and because Aaron Rodgers was holding out and maybe there's some bad juju there. It's, it's just one of the things where it feels like people are overthinking. It's Aaron Rodgers versus Jameis Winston on a neutral field. And you can talk all you want about Green Bay. 
they're one of the top three teams in NFC. So it's just interesting where I think the professionals are thinking that Green Bay can be run on. Jameis Winston can make one or two plays to keep this game close. Why well, just look at it the other way where I just think this is going to be a complete blowout and the, the, the books are just going to take a loss here. Well, they'll get it back in other games. So this is fascinating. You get a lot of feedback on the Giants and Broncos total that we talked about on Tuesday. We decide that the best of the number is lost. It had been at 45, at 42. It's too low to make any under bets on it. Uh, Packers and Saints, you are at this point, I've listened to a lot of Action Network experts talk about this game, liking the Saints for a variety of reasons. You've been getting feedback from your sports betting wise guy colleagues that they like the Saints. And you are standing firm that you like the Packers at minus four based on your number. You think everybody else is wrong. This is fun. This is why sports betting is the best and why I love sports bettors. They are the cockiest motherfuckers in the world. They truly believe in their number. They truly believe in their system. It's why sports bettors get into this space. They can't make it in a world where they have to be reporting to somebody else where they have to be taking direction from somebody else. They, they so firmly believe in their own skill set, in their own ability and their own brilliance. It's amazing. See, I'm pretty, I'm pretty bad with it though. Cause I'm just so agreeable. So if these guys call me up or they're saying any of this stuff, I just let them say what they got to say. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I like, I hear you, but it's just different where week one, I don't really take them as serious, but again, if this was week six or seven and these same guys were hitting me up, Chad, we, we would be switching this bet because it's just one of these things where I'm going to trust my own number early on and let the people build up more data as the season goes along, where it's like, I think people overvalue too much of what happened last year than just looking at what's going to happen this upcoming season. All right. So you're telling me right now that Packers minus four over Saints will end up being one of our, at the end of this podcast is going to be one of our top five picks. So that will be the fourth pick along with Pittsburgh plus six and a half, Detroit plus seven and a half, Washington football team uh, plus one. We are watching. Yeah, unless we find two chalk we like better. It's just, I like going with a couple of chalk in this thing. Cause like we talk all the time, the public, they win sometimes. They 40% of the time, the public's going to win their bets. So that's what I'm trying to do a balancing act here. With, so I'm trying to take sharp numbers, but I'm also trying to take some public numbers here. So, well, look, another game that moved that we talked about, um, uh, the other day was Carolina at the Jets. And that number was at five Jets plus five the other day. You said at that number, you might have to take the Jets. It's now down to four Panthers minus four. I went in on the Panthers at minus four this morning based on what we talked about the other day. Why wouldn't we do that? Like the Panthers defense has improved. I'm not a big believer in the Jets. Uh, the, the theory that we have about rookie coach, Rookie quarterback going on the road for Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer applies to Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. Obviously, they're not favorites. They're underdogs. Vice versa, it's true for the Jaguars. But everything about the Panthers, quarterback who is in a better position, coach who has proven it, defense that has improved, feels like a Panthers, Panthers bet to me. Why aren't we putting that one in? Sadly, in our unnamed contest, it's it's five and a half. So, oh god, that's I, terrible. And we're not putting the Jets in. Um, I told you on our uh, fictional show uh, that I like the over in this game. 
I like Carolina at the four. I think that's what the number should be, but I don't want to put a lot of money on that. I'd rather just take the over and just think that both these offenses can score at a high rate. So for me, that's one of those where I do like the four. I think it's a fair number, but it won't be one of our five because we're not getting that value in the contest. All right. Well, that reminds me, I got to bet the Panthers jets over, uh, over their total right now, which so um, it's 44 and a half. Oh, wow. It's gone up a little. Still, 44, still like it. 44 and a half at FanDuel right now. You uh, just referenced our fictional show. I should say we do a show every Sunday, me uh, during the football season. It's me. It's Simon Hunter. It's Sean Kerner. It's Chris Raybon. It's Samantha Praviti for fantasy. Darren Ravel on the news desk. It's called convince me it's on at action network HQ Sunday mornings at 11 best pregame show for the NFL bar none, no fluff, no sentiment, just stuff that you need to get ready for fantasy, to get ready for betting, to make good picks. Check it out. All right. So if we're looking, are, are we, are we looking for more chalk at this point? If we have four that we like, are we looking for more chalk? I mean, my favorite chalk is that it is the um, Green Bay and Denver. Right. So we got that but in there. You, oh, we, Denver. We talked about Chris and Stucky, how they talked about how much they love New England. I've had a couple of professionals reach out to me. They love that one as well. You just know how I feel about rookie quarterbacks, Chad. I just, I, I hate doing it. I hate taking rookies as favorites. And the fact that he's the weapons they have against this Miami defense. It's just going to be so interesting to see if they can really, you know, Bill Belichick can really upstage this Miami team. Cause I told you Miami's that sleeper team I have this year. They're one of my favorite teams coming into the season. So I can't, I can't let us take new England. I, I have to stay what my, my vision was for this, this uh, Miami team. I think Tua takes that next step. So I, I got to stay away from this Patriots one. So there's not many short favorites that we're going to find that I'm going to love Chad. I'll be honest. Dude, I can't fucking bet the Denver Broncos. I I can't. It's too do chalk. It. It's a te- it's terrible. That's a good number though. I feel I mean, like I'm going through it. I'm going through it. Let's see. By the way, I just do want to say this. Uh, we referred to Stucky and Chris. Uh, that is, of course, Stucky and Chris Raybon, the analysts for the Action Network who do yeah. their NFL betting preview episode every Thursday morning on the Action Network podcast. I got up extra early this morning to listen to that, to prep oh, wow. for this show, to prep for the day. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> um, it's a great listen. All right, so we like Green Bay. We're going against everybody in the world. We are iconoclasts. I love that about us. In fact, I'm going to be getting close to betting Green Bay. I noticed that the line for Green Bay at FanDuel is now down to three and a half. No, it's going to be one of the classic either. I'm sharper than the sharp shatter map pie on my face, but I know the pros are going to come in all these reasons to come in on the saints, but I can't do it. So, especially some of their logic where it's like, Oh, have you seen Aaron Rodgers' last starts in Florida? It's like, okay, are we, is that really what we're doing here? So there's different things where it's just like, I, I can't listen to all the noise. That's why. I try to stay away from social media for football season because there's just so much noise where it like it doesn't mess with your head because it makes you question all your own picks. So, it, well, there is such a thing as slicing the pie too thin, right? Like at some point, like you can look at every data set there is and find a reason to bet one side or the other. So you go with your principles. Our principles tend to be we look for teams that we think are undervalued in the market. 
we look for teams that are home underdogs, and we're generally sticking to those principles right now. Um, like, I legit can't find you a favorite, Chad. I'm trying really hard right now to find you another favorite. So don't find me a favorite. Let's find the fifth team that we – I mean, we also, by the way, the other game that we haven't talked about is Kansas City against Cleveland, which you were you were very high on on I love Thursday. It. Yeah, I still love it. Um, it's just we're not getting a great line. I'm seeing it at some books now. It's down to five and a half. In our contest, it's minus six and a half. So that's, again, I'm just I'm just going off value where I actually think six and a half is still good value for the Chiefs. But for our situation, we much rather would have that five and a half for exactly what we've talked about before. You, you, you can't trust kickers anymore. So that, that six can be a key number where I feel much more comfortable taking five and a half. But I love the Chiefs, Chad. And if the Chiefs don't cover this game, I feel like you're not going to be that pissed at me. But when Detroit loses by 50 points, you're going to be like, dude, what the fuck was that? So, by the way, I will never be like I am all over this Detroit game. I'm all over this Houston game. I'm all over this Washington be. football team game. A hundred percent. And now a word from our friends at FanDuel. The NFL is back and FanDuel Sportsbook wants you to get the most out of every game with same game parlays. One of the things I love about betting on football is that I'm always finding new player or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. For tonight's Thursday night football game, a same game parlay I like is Tampa Moneyline and over 51 and a half. Based on the information from my co-host Simon and our Action Network projectionist's master, Sean Kerner. And with FanDuel, I get an easy to use app and there's no feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. New to FanDuel Sportsbook and prefer single bets? Get 40 to 1 odds when you place your first wager on any team to win during week one. Sign up with promo code FAVORITES. That's promo code FAVORITES. Must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus of $200. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. Let's get back to the show. All right, we've been bouncing around the board. I want us to get to five solid picks that we feel great about today. Again, I will caveat. These could change and we will update on Sunday. We will send them out. We will put them in the app. We will add notes to the app that indicate these are the ones we love. These are contest-worthy picks. But I still want us to get to Survivor and I still want us to get to Moneyline Parlay. So let's settle on the five picks. We love the Washington football team. We love Detroit. We love Pittsburgh. We're going to lean towards Green Bay, which if FanDuel is now down to three and a half. You let's let's narrow it down. Let's make the choice between Denver minus two and a half, Kansas City minus five and a half. If you're telling me those are the two choices, I've got a team in Cleveland that I think is already becoming overvalued. We've seen their Super Bowl odds skyrocket during the offseason. They are they're getting way overhyped against a Super Bowl winning team from two years ago, a Super Bowl team from last year. 
that was missing its entire offensive line that has the best player in football, according to the NFL top 100 has a potential hall of fame career ahead of him. And the line is moving in Cleveland's direction. Guy. Don't tell me I'm betting Teddy Bridgewater as a road favorite over Patrick Mahomes at home in now, September. I was going to say that that's the difference is Arrowhead. Arrowhead to me is a top five stadium, especially with the fans. Let's go, Chad. You know, I love the Chiefs. The bookmakers um, make traps for professionals. This feels like a trap game where they're trying to get you to take Cleveland. They're trying to sucker people in here and to buy into the hype. And I, I'm trying to fade that noise. So, again, under six now, five and a half. I love, love, love the Chiefs. Andy Reid in September is on a 16-0 and streak. So I told Chad I'm putting a lot of Kansas City Chief money line into a lot of my uh, two-team parlays. All right. So Chiefs minus five and a half. Me and Simon against the sports betting professional wise guy world. Packers minus three and a half. Washington football team plus one. Detroit plus seven and a half. Pittsburgh plus six and a half. The only one we don't have in there right now is the Texans, which are plus three at FanDuel. We're, we're going to keep waiting on that number and see where it ends up. But I, I do I do like the plus three. You know, I like that number. Yep. So just going over all those picks, I got to say, is, is Pittsburgh our big balls better than the week, Chad? Big balls better than the week. That, that feels like a big balls bet. We're, we're literally taking a team everyone hates in Pittsburgh. All you hear about it, how old Ben Roethlisberger is, how bad this O-line is, playing against everyone's – Favorite team, the sweethearts of the NFL. Everyone's all in on Josh Allen MVP. Everyone's all in on the over of the Bills win total, 11 and a half, 12. Everyone's all in on them winning the division. They have them coming in second or winning the the the, uh, the AFC. It's I do like the Bills. I think they're a good team, but regression is the name of the game. So this is a trip up spot here. So big ball is better than the week, plus six and a half. Give me Pittsburgh, Chad. Also, I think I know what our Hornets nest game is it's gotta be the Packers and the Saints because it's you and me walking into a goddamn hornet's nest against the rest of the sports betting world yeah I'm walking to a fucking hornet's nest all right now be my companion hornet hornet hornet's nest hornet's nest the whole damn thing hornet's nest hot she down with you <laughs> all of our colleagues everyone we know is going to be on the Saints. And me and Chad, we're riding with Joe Public here. We're going to go Green Bay. So this this definitely quantifies as a hornet's nest. This is why they call it gambling. Everybody is going to have an opinion, and we get to be going against the grain. I love this about us. Yeah. And a friendly reminder, me and Chad had no 0-5 uh, weeks last year. So if we start the year 0-5, that will be such amazing, amazing karma. Oh, my God. Simon, can we not even? I'm so over-invested in this week. We have so much riding on it. We got this podcast. There's new people listening. I like dark humor. I'm so nervous about it already. I guess I guess the only way we can do it is confront the fear, right? That's no, it's it. It's impossible. Detroit's a lock, right, Chad? A Total lock. lock. Seven and a half. Well, all right. So let's talk about that for a second because explain to people concept of money line parlay, which uh, I've put several money line parlays into the app already. You've talked about the, the Chiefs being in some of your money lies. Talk about what we're doing here. Yeah, I've done some chalk money line parlays where I've done like the Buccaneers with the Chiefs, or I've done Green Bay with the Chiefs, or I've done Green Bay with the Buccaneers, or the Rams with the Buccaneers. It's a little juicy. It's like minus 140, a lot of those. Um, to eat down that VIG, we do a, we get a little weird here, and we like doing money line parlays. So 
again, these things won't make sense, but they hit. It's crazy to say, but these things hit. Last year, I had the Jaguars and Washington football team. I think it was 17 to 1 um, because I believe the Jaguars were a 10-point underdog and Washington was a 7-point underdog um, playing the Eagles last year. That hit. That that paid literally 17 to 1. So my favorite long shot uh, money line parlay this week. There's a couple different ones, but I really like Detroit with Pittsburgh, and it, or you pair it up with Oakland, which plays on the Monday night. Because again, Vegas, yeah, Vegas. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's one of these things where I like hedge out opportunities. So it's it's one of those where you know I might throw the Chiefs and Bucks in with a parlay with uh, Las Vegas money line, um, and I can just hedge it out Monday night football. So different things like that. Um, it, it's it's all about giving yourself an extra out. So that, that's what I like to do with these money line parlays. I like taking long shots that I can hedge out, that I can just hit that middle number no matter what. How much did you win on that Washington football team? Uh, was it Jacksonville parlay last year? I don't know. Because um, I do so many weird ones, man. Like, um, like, I think the Cardinals, too, were like a five or six point underdog to the 49ers last year, week one. And like, I had them in a bunch of money line parlays, too. Um, again, last year was really fluky. It was a big year of the dog. I think dogs covered over 58% of the time. Um, so it was a very profitable year for these money lines. A good year is would be, um, you know, 48, 50%. Cause if you hit that, you're up a decent amount of money with these money line parlays. So I would say last year I probably had, um, again, we talked about cause it was COVID. I didn't have that much money in going into the season. Cause it was just so much unknown. So I would say like, you know, my take home might have been over 20K, but this year, if it all hits, you know, it could be like six figures because I'm just way more invested in this season coming up than I was last year. Mm. I'll take some of that. You ready for the survivor pick? I'm ready. Let's roll. Who do we got? Okay. So me and Chad, we did it a little weird last year where we would just go best available. We didn't really care about saving too much. We just wanted to win each week. And then we dealt with what happened later on. Um, we ended up winning a survivor contest with the Jets. Yeah, the Jets won two games last year. Me and Chad picked one of them right, and we ended up winning a survivor contest with the Jets. Let that sink in. So, same thing this year. Um, we're we're just trying to just win the first week, and I did want to take the Bucks, but then I started looking at people that we have the Action Network. Our guy Reed, and you know he Travis was just, Reed. Travis Reed, who's our survivor pool expert. He's the best. And he was basically just talking about how, you know, the Buccaneers have some really easy games later in the year. Um, They're they're kind of one of these teams you might be able to hold on to where the Rams, they don't really have that many easy games. Um, Again, this game feels like an incredible trap. Who who doesn't see Matthew Stafford having a meltdown somehow against his Bears defense and somehow Andy Dalton shocks the world and wins nine to three or something weird. But that's like a less than a 5% chance of happening. Uh, just by the math, if if we if they play this game a hundred times, we're going to be winning this game over seventy percent of the time. So, just off that alone, we, we probably want to take the Rams here, just get it out of the way because in that division, it doesn't feel like we're going to have that many opportunities to, to be taking the Rams. So, for Survivor contest, I know it's 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 pretty scary that we're taking a Sunday night prime time game, but we just need them to win. We don't need them to cover seven and a half. We just need them to win. So, I, I like the Rams here at that number. I like that. The only other one. If we wanted to be crazy, Tennessee Titans. Oh, Titans. Now we'll save them for when they play with Jags or Houston. 
Oh yeah, that's a good point. We don't want to think too much about the future, but there are certain teams we're going to try and save for later on. All right, so let's go with the Rams. The Rams will be our survivor pick. Let's let's summarize here. Right now, the five teams that we love the most. Chiefs minus five and a half, Packers minus three and a half, going against the grain. That's our that is our Hornets nest bet of the week. We like the Washington football team plus one. We like Detroit plus seven and a half. We like Pittsburgh plus six and a half. That is our big balls bet of the week. Rams will be our survivor team. We are loaded with money line parlays. Colin and I are going to discuss all this later today. It's Thursday. We're going to do it live on the volume YouTube channel. Uh, he's going to give me his five picks. I will judge them based on the professional, better, wise guy, sharp point of view. And I will give him mine and ours as well. That podcast will air on Fridays. Convince me at Action Network HQ on Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern. Here's some you reviews. Should, um, you should get him to do survivor pick. I can, uh, I'll put a little, an extra deposit in for Colin Cowherd. You should, uh, uh, it's on me. Just have him pick every week, pick a survivor team. I'll do it. I'll tell him today. I love it. I love that. Uh, listen, you very generously said if people submit their five-star reviews and make them funny, you will, we will put everyone into a pool and they will get a chance to win one of your three or four whale picks, best picks of the year. Um, and so we're still getting reviews. Here's some funny ones that made us laugh. One, Best NFL betting podcast. Matt Mitchell is collecting the names of the people who submitted these. They will all go into a pool and we will randomly choose. Best NFL betting podcast. Actual pros giving sharp picks. You can legitimately make money following their picks. Also, Chad is a DILF. Wow. I'll take it. I can see why you picked that one. I'll take it. Here's another one. Hashtag mute Chad. <laughs> There we go. Five stars. Studies show that a mother's voice has a soothing power on a child that can reduce stress and increase comfort. That same power is heard in Simon Hunter's voice when he's talking about betting on pro football. All right. Those came from HHT99 and Vodzilla. Email podcast at actionnetwork.com. You will win a prize, you know, some swag or something. But you were also entered into the pool to win Simon's one of his big plays of the year. Simon, I think we covered it all. The first Thursday edition of the uh, 2021 NFL season. I feel good. I feel ready. Feels like we gave it a lot of winners, Chad. I'm feeling pretty pretty confident, which has always doomed us in the past. So hopefully 100%. by Sunday, I have tons of doubt. So our picks can come through and win. Hoping 100% that we turn the tide on our confidence. That is the way to go into any situation. Amen. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. Download the podcast from Spotify, from Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, Tuesday of next week. Love you. <laughs>